Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the American Safeguard Insurance Studios. Your hosts, Matt McJunkins and Matt Wilcox, your source for Arkansas high school sports. You are now Between the Mats. Welcome to Between the Mats. I am Matt McJunkins. Right alongside me is the man, the myth, the legend, Matty Stats Wilcox. How you doing, Matt? I'm good, Joe. How are you? I'm doing awesome, man. We are live here in the American Safeguard Insurance Studio, and we have had maybe the best weekend in the history of football. There's no doubt in my mind. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, the Junior High Panthers won a conference championship. The Senior High Panthers went undefeated in the regular season for only the second time in the history of the program and won a 5A West Conference Championship. Hogs won. Broncos won. Man, it's just been a great weekend. Bison's won. (laughs) Wore my Harding hat tonight. I see. Representing. Bears rolled yesterday. Did you see that? They were up like 63-0 in the third quarter. Yeah. I I sent a text to to Logan Jessup last night. Yeah. And uh, I was like, and y'all rolled. He said, it was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. I bet it was. So, we are excited because the Hogs oh, man. pulled it out. What a ball game, man. What a ball game. Of course, we, we took a visit to Pitt State um, this weekend. Oh, did you? Yeah. I didn't realize that. And so, we were actually on our way back. When, and yeah. I got to listen to the, the last part of the game the whole way back. And, uh, man, I didn't know. You know, just not being able to watch it, I just didn't think when well, we got the ball back with, what, 222 left? Yeah. I thought, man, there's no way. So I, it's uh, end of the third quarter, start of the fourth quarter, and uh, Katie had told me we had plans to go to some friend's house that night. Right. And uh, I'm, I'm working on some uh, stuff on my computer for, for the podcast, and, and I'm watching the game. And she's like, all right, boys, get your shoes on. And I'm like, <laughs> I think she thinks we're leaving right now. Yeah. <laughs> She was right. Yeah. <laughs> so the whole way there, I've got the, I've got it on my phone playing. You know, when I get there, unfortunately, they were they had it on there. Well, that's good. Oh, so I got to see the 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 end of it on, on the big screen. So, oh, I'm the same way though. I was like, I, I don't know that we're gonna do this. Yeah, I know, man. I had my doubts, but Dad Gum, you know, what's even more frustrating is we give the ball back to him with 21 seconds right, left and let him go the length of the field. I know it. To set up a, a game tying field goal, yes. Like, how do they? How do you do that? How do you go seventy yards in twenty seconds? I don't know. I it blows my mind. I mean, I, I, part of me was like, yeah, just give up that short short stuff. Give right. it up. Give it up. But then you're like, well, I mean, you can't give up too much, right? Sure. I mean, a, a decent kicker. I mean, you would think Little would have made that. Yeah, you would think so. I mean. Poor kicker, man. I know. Poor two kicker. <laughs> I don't know if they got a job today. You know, <laughs> everybody keeps showing the picture a little over there, you know, with his arm around the guy. And everybody's like, we're so proud of our kicker. You know, he's such a good person. I'm yeah. thinking, he went over there and said, I don't know if you saw it, but I made one from 63 <laughs> earlier. <laughs> or 53. 53. Yeah. All right. So, a few stats on the game. Hogs pull out a, a close win, but it's a win and makes us bowl eligible. Man, I, I saw a stat two years ago this week. We were getting the brakes beat off of us by western kentucky so oh, i did i saw that too <laughs> oh my god so where we've come from that point to now man i'm just i'm just happy to be a hog fan right now so let me tell you if you're not sold on kj now 
Yeah. Uh, how could you ever be? I Man, mean, he's a gamer. He is. He's a gamer. He's tough. He is. All right, so Mississippi State had 28 first downs. Hogs had 23. Mississippi State was 6 of 12 uh, on third down, which is pretty darn good. But the Hogs were 6 of 13, which is as good as they've been all year on yeah. third down. Uh, we did give up 2 for 2 on fourth down to Mississippi State. They passed for 417 yards. Um, their quarterback – Mr. Will Rogers was 36 of 48 for 417 yards. Pretty impressive. It is, and I really believe all you can do is just try to contain him. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I think that's the second week in a row he's completed 36 passes. Um, rushing, we held him to 69 yards, which is pretty solid. They only rushed the ball 26 times, which is 2.7 yards a carry. Offensively, Arkansas had 393 yards of offense, 191 passing. KJ was 19 of 25, 19 of 23. I'm sorry, Davion Warren and Traylon Burks each had a pass attempt uh, that was incomplete. And then we rushed the ball against it. I think that I, I saw they were the number five rushing defense, yeah. only giving up 89 yards a right. game. We ran the ball for 202 yards, yeah. which is impressive. It, it really was. And I'm glad that when it came down to the like the two-point conversion and, the, and, the, and they're at the end of score that we, we relied on our running game. Yeah. It's so easy not to right. when it's those you got one-play chances. Yeah, just like the two-point conversion at Ole Miss, which it's easy. Tw- sure. Hindsight's 2020. Sure. It's easy to say we should have ran the ball. Yeah, But, I mean, the fact is – that's where we're strong. That is. And our offensive line got a great push. They did. Got us in there untouched almost for the touchdown and then just dominated on the two-point conversion as well. Traylon Burks, we just continue to to rave about this kid. But, man, he's special. Six catches, 82 yards and a touchdown. Um, he also had three carries for 39 yards. Dominique Johnson had a coming-out party. John. Well, he did. They, 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 he was their go-to guy from he the was. get-go. Yeah. 17 carries, 107 yards, two touchdowns. What He's a, a big game. boy, too. Yeah, for sure. So, Hogs got LSU this week, my man. Go down to Baton Rouge yeah. to play the, the Tigers, which um, before last week, before Saturday's game against Alabama, I kind of chalked this one up as a W, but I don't know anymore, man. And, you know, they – they went over – who was it that they – somebody beat a couple three weeks ago that I was like, oh, that's not supposed beat to Beat Florida. That's what it was. Yeah. They beat Florida. You know, they beat Mississippi State by three just like we did. Mm-hmm. What scares me about them is watching their defense against uh, Alabama. They're, they're well, I mean, physical. They've always had freak athletes. Right. And that hasn't changed. Um, you know, I don't know how much Coach O – you know he wanted to beat Alabama. Right. I don't know how much he'll put into beating Arkansas. I kind of feel like they're kind of just laying it all out because he's gone. Sure. And I really feel like that the kids have responded to that. They have. Yeah, that's right. Um, it, it's, a, it's a concerning game just for one reason. It's hard to play in, in Baton Rouge. Absolutely. But, I mean, we're, we uh, elite defenses – have not been good for us. No. We did not do anything <laughs> against Georgia. No, we did even, even Missouri – Kicked a field goal against yeah, Georgia. True, true. <laughs> That's true. But if we win one of the next three, which yeah. you figure you got to chuck the Missouri game up, you as would a think win, so. Yeah. Then we're we're sitting here at seven and five, and you're like, you know, if you'd ask before the season if you'd be happy with that, you'd think, say one hundred percent. That's right. That's right. So a little bit about LSU. They're averaging twenty eight point seven points per game. They're giving up twenty seven point eight points per game. Uh, total yards offensively, 372 a game, was 260 passing and 111 rushing. 
and they're allowing almost 400 yards a game, uh, 250 yards on the in the air and 148 on the ground. LSU is. Yeah, I didn't realize that. Yeah, so maybe maybe it's maybe they, we're okay. I think they just played out of their minds. Yeah, yeah. So it'll be a good ball game. I think the Hogs will be amped up to get to go down there and play. So uh, we'll see. You know, I don't I don't think their quarterback is very good. Honestly, no. um, I think if we can get after him a little bit, yeah. get him shook, I think we'll be okay. I'll say this too. You you can't now granted playing in Tuscaloosa is a nightmare, but they have not shown that they can chalk any any game up to a win no. other than your bottom feeders. That's right. Because I'm telling you, they Florida had a chance to beat them. Ole Miss they really didn't perform. No. Uh, LSU really had a chance to beat them. They did. And then A and M, who we beat the brakes off of. Right. But goes it goes over there to Tuscaloosa, right? Yeah, yeah, and beats them. Yeah, it's it's just wild. No, that was down. That, that was down in that was in a and yeah, yeah, because yeah. that yeah because they rushed the field. Yeah, and Nick Saban's security <laughs> DDT'd <laughs> some girl. <laughs> no doubt. All right, so UCA we talked about a little bit earlier dominated Texas Wesleyan on their homecoming, uh, sixty-three to three. Bryson Smith, man, what a ball game he had boy he did he 13 of 17 for 410 yards and five touchdowns tyler hudson who will play in the league more than likely next year five catches 178 yards and two touchdowns yes i think winning winning him had a score uh he he wouldn't didn't have the steps that 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 that, uh, hudson did but man how about the defense yeah minus three (laughs) yards rushing that's insane that's just crazy. Bears are at home again this week against Stephen F. Austin. Uh, SFA is having a good year. They're six and three on the season, so that ought to be a fun game there. Arkansas State lost to App State, forty-eight to fourteen. No shocker there. Uh, they're one and eight on the season. They go to El- uh, Louisiana Monroe this weekend. And Hatcher's boy, Lane Hatcher's struggling a little bit right now, John. He's thrown six picks in the last two ball games. Yeah, but you know, I mean, you got to consider what he's what he's working with. Sure. Sure. And I, I I don't know this. I had honestly hadn't been watching him, but I, I feel like he's probably been running for his life. He may have. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about them Bisons. Oh, them Bisons, son. Yeah. They're rolling. Fifty-five to seven over Southwestern Oklahoma State. Not a shocker. They were they had not won a game. But if you look at their stats and and the games, they should have won a bunch. Really? Yeah. They just couldn't. They just couldn't close it. Yeah. But Harding goes in there, runs for 459 yards, which is about 150 yards less than they did last week. <laughs> but they threw the ball one time and, and, and scored a touchdown. I'll be done. <laughs> one for one. One for one. <laughs> which the the GAC has kind of turned out to be an interesting little deal because uh, so southeast Oklahoma beat Harding on at their place. Right. Then Harding just dominates OBU and Henderson. And, and then I want to say – Henderson pulled off a win over somebody this weekend. It, I don't remember who it was. They kicked a field goal in the final seconds. To really? Win. But Southwestern, Southwestern Oklahoma beat, I think, OBU Saturday. Did they really? I think that's right. I may have it backwards. I know that Henderson's kicked a field goal. But I saw where I went back and looked at, at Southwest, Southeast Oklahoma because I'm thinking, well, if, if they haven't lost anybody else – then Harding may not have the championship, right? But Oklahoma Baptist beat them, so right now Harding kind of has holds their own destiny. They go to Tech this weekend, okay, for the final game of the regular season. Yeah, as long as they win, they'll 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 have that first place spot. But it looks like maybe right now, uh, 
it's going to be probably between Henderson and OBU for the second seed. Yeah. Which is this weekend. The Battle of the Ravine. And if Henderson beats OBU this weekend, OBU may not make the playoffs. Wow. That's yeah. crazy. They've mm-hmm. been ranked top 10 most of the year. Yeah, and, and have been for the last five, six right. years. Yeah. So Harding's number three right now. D2. Oh, really? D2football.com. Yeah. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. Well, all right. Well, let's get into our picks from last week. I just continued to take a drumming by Mr. Uh, Junk Vegas oh, over man, here. It's just not going well for you. <laughs> it's not, man. I've had a rough year. I have. So tell us about the, the stats from last all week. All right. So we, neither one of us knocked the ball out of the park. No, we didn't have a good I was week. 17 for 25 for 68%. And you were 15 for 25 for 60%. We have not had an F yet. That's good. That's good. And, and you kept from it. <laughs> Barely. Barely. <laughs> Barely. I mean, I think if you had 14.9 wins this week, you would have got an F. <laughs> so, anyway, I'm leading by seven. But it's playoff time. It and is. Anything can happen That's now. right. That's right. I'm, I'm still holding out hope that I can make a comeback. You got a chance. You do. <laughs> All right, so our highlights, we'll get into our player highlights from last week. And, man, the last week of the regular season did not disappoint. We had some great ball games. Uh, it was finally football weather. Uh, had a little little chill in the air and a lot of championship games to be had. And uh, we had some great performances. So we'll jump right into it and hack it. Peyton Hester uh, had 236 yards rushing, three touchdowns in the second half. Also ran uh, 80-yard reception and a touchdown there as well. All right, I'm going to do the next two schools because Greenbrier's one of them. Yes, All please right. do. All right. <laughs> so, uh, over in Benton, Strand Smith, who just does it every week, it seems like. He was 26 for 39, 369 yards, four touchdowns. Cam Harris, also a name we hear all the time. He had six catches, 166 yards, and three touchdowns. Casey Johnson ran the ball 13 times for 133 yards and three touchdowns. Greenbrier, Friday night, big game against the Valonia Eagles in Greenbrier. Cooper Wilcox was 17 to 26 for 170 yards, two touchdowns, 17 carries for 84 yards and a touchdown. Nick Hewitt uh, from Greenbrier, 27 carries, 168 yards, two touchdowns. Jacob Mathis, six catches, 53 yards, two touchdowns, and two sacks that were pivotal. Carter McElhaney uh, from Greenbrier, five catches, 78 yards, and had two huge plays called back. Yes, he did. One of them was a touchdown. Yeah. Um, and then one other thing I put on here was Bradley Turnage, the kicker from Greenbrier. He was six for six from PAT for PATs and one for one for field goals, which is a great night. Yes. But his on the season, he is a perfect 61 for 61 and six for six from field goal. That's just unheard of. It, it just doesn't happen. No. All right. So over in Berryville, Mr. Damien. Helmlinger had 12 tackles and a 3-0 to zero shutout win. I'm going to go ahead and say he was probably the player of the game for them that I'm going to say you're right. <laughs> when, you sh- when you shut somebody out, you <laughs> score three points to win. Defense is definitely getting the stakes bought that yes. night. Uh, Jaden Fricks over at Ashdown, uh, he ran four four touchdowns, and he caught another one, and this was, this was all in the first half. Goodness gracious. Busy man in the first half. Yeah, he half. was. El Dorado, Mr. Jackie Washington, a name we've heard on here several times. Five catches, 173 yards, two touchdowns. DeAndra Burns for El Dorado, three catches, 127 yards, two touchdowns. Shadarius Plummer, 16 carries, 168 yards, and four touchdowns. And Sherman Rester from El Dorado, 13 of 16 for 386 yards and five touchdowns. What a night. You think about that. Shadarius Plummer had – he averaged over 10 yards of carry and had four touchdowns. That's 
and wasn't maybe the best performance on the team. <laughs> right. I mean, it's yeah. up there. Yeah. But when you're 13 for 16, you, oh, man, yeah. that's tough. That's solid. All right. So over at Fayetteville, Bladen Fike, a name we've heard quite a bit. Um, he had a 125 yards uh, rushing. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He was he's a quarterback. He threw for 125 yards and, and three touchdowns. I didn't have his numbers though. I don't know. It seems like I forgot to go back and look at that. But anyway, he threw for 125 yards with three touchdowns. Isaiah Satana, who is now yes sir a Razorback. That's right, baby. Come stay home, baby. That's stay right. home. <laughs> he told Oregon. See you guys later. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, he had three catches for 74 yards and a score. Jalen Blackburn at Fayetteville, uh, he caught and threw for a touchdown. Nice. Eli Wisdom, Shallow Christian, 12 of 17 for 248 yards, five touchdowns through the air, four carries for 53 yards and a touchdown all in the first half. That's a nice. <laughs> and then Caden Henley, a Razorback commit, two catches for 25 yards and two touchdowns. And then on defense, he had eight tackles, one tackle for a loss, and that was in the first half as well. Man, he is just unreal. I can't wait you know, to see him in a hog uniform. Yeah, for sure. You know, I actually reached out to them today because I was like, you know, we talk about Shallow Christian all the time, and, and, you know, Eli and some of those guys get a lot of a lot of recognition because of their stats, mm-hmm. whereas Caden Henley's not really a big stats guy because he's so all over the field. Right. You know, I mean, he goes – obviously, they, went, they threw it to him twice, he scored twice. Right. He's a guy. Okay, we need something. Come on in here, right? <laughs> yeah. You know, but then, but then he's so he's such a big deal on defense, yeah. which is what he's going to play college football for. And you don't get a lot of defensive stats. So I was like, hey man, what were your stats? Because we need to talk about you. Sure. So anyway, I kind of like the kid. I think he's pretty special. Uh, over at Rivercrest, Lath Lath Latham, three catches, one hundred and seven yards, two touchdowns. Mike Sharp, 12 for 15, 216 yards, two touchdowns. That's pretty efficient. Yes, sir. And then Kobe Turner, who is the sophomore brother of Cam Turner. Is that right? He sure is. 12 carries for 95 yards and two touchdowns. I'll be dying. And that's a good Rivercrest team. I think they've got one loss in the year. Yeah. Old Daryl Kadich, I, I believe. Golly. I know he was, before this last week, he was in second place in the state in rushing yards. And he may, he may have caught up after this performance. 34 carries. 331 yards and four touchdowns on the night. I mean, we've seen that two or three other times yeah. this year. Yeah. That's just crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. All right, so let me find my place here. Uh, okay, here we go. David Sorg at Fort Smith Southside, 21 of 35 for 295 yards and five touchdowns. What a night. That is. Josh Ficklin at Bentonville had 18 carries for 103 yards, three touchdowns. Chaz Nimrod, four catches for 142 yards, two touchdowns. And Drew Wright, on a, you talk about efficient, 15 of 17 for 301 yards and four touchdowns on the night. Wow. Boogie Carr over at Conway, boy, they took a tough loss. Heartbreaker. I mean, they they were in the lead the, pretty much the whole game. Yeah. Till, well, till 20 seconds left That's the right. game. Yeah. And, you know, we both picked that. That's that right. They would win that game. And, and it's not over. No, no, it's not. <laughs> but uh, Boogie Carr from Conway, 22 carries, 152 yards, and one touchdown. Right. In Bryant, or actually in Conway from Bryant, Matorian Singleton, eight catches, 128 yards. He caught the game-winning catch with 21 seconds left. And Carson Burnett, the quarterback there for the the Hornets, was 15 of 21 for 245 yards and a touchdown and 73 yards rushing and a touchdown on the ground as well. Cade Selman Ridge, Seldom Ridge, Rodgers, two touchdowns, uh, catches, 
a punt return for a touchdown, and a 60-yard kickoff return. Nice. That's a bunch of all-purpose yards. Yeah. Mr. Donovan Witten from Arkadelphia, 13 of 19 for 285 yards passing, four touchdowns, and also carried the ball five times for 68 yards and another touchdown. So five touchdowns on the night for Mr. Witten. Great ball game there. His teammate Alex Loy had five catches for 113 yards, three touchdowns. Jay Sean Davis. The human wrecking ball. He is. 20 carries, 121 yards, two touchdowns, and two catches for 44 yards and a touchdown. And Braylon Bailey from Arkadelphia, four catches, 92 yards, and a touchdown. Have Did we ever talk about uh, Jay Sean as far as, like, his recruiting? I don't think so. I, I'd like to – I may ask Coach Shucker about that because I'd like to know – Yeah. You know who's who's somebody. People have got to be after him. Yeah, I think Cooper had talked to him a little bit after our game. Yeah, um, and he said something about some of the the D one schools that were on him this summer have have kind of gone silent. Like they yeah. they won't call him back now. So I don't really know what's going on there. Well, I he's he's special. He is. He's special, and and both sides can play both sides of yeah. the ball. All right, so. Chow Henry at Can at at Can Buren. That is Van Buren. I just can't type. Van Buren, eleven catches for 114 yards, two touchdowns. He's had a heck of a year. Boy, yes. In cross it, Tyreek Jones, 67 yards passing and 173 yards rushing with three touchdowns. Tracker Witted from Hamburg or Whited, I'm sorry, Whited. Uh, 15 carries, 170 yards, one touchdown, and also at Hamburg, Brent Holland for two catches for 82 yards and a score. Walter Katsavis at Northside, 7 for 10 passing for 103 yards. Uh, Ty Massey, his teammate there, had 16 carries for 176 yards and four touchdowns. And old Sunquist Church at uh, Northside, 9 carries, 106 yards and two touchdowns. I looked at his Twitter handle, and it, it – it, it's not his Twitter handle, but if you click on his Twitter under it says Church Boy. <laughs> I love it. That's I cool. love it. Uh Jalen White over at Parkview, ten for fourteen, 194 yards and three touchdowns. Uh Willie Eagles at Parkview, two catches, 137 yards, two touchdowns, and Omarion Robinson at Parkview, a kickoff return for a touchdown and an interception. I, I really feel like Parkview's gonna make some noise in the playoffs. They could, man. They're playing some ball and they've got some special athletes on that team. They do. At Prescott, number, let's see, Jalen Hobson, 19 carries, 270 yards, and four touchdowns. Jacqueline Zachary um, from Prescott, 87-yard kickoff return for a touchdown. And Omarion Dickens from Prescott, four catches, 160 yards, and a touchdown. And Karsten Poole, 174 yards passing and a touchdown. The Curly Wolves just continue to put up points. It's It's crazy. Uh, over at Whitehall, this is a team that you really look at their defense, but they got a couple guys that can that can take the ball downfield as well. Zaire Green, nine carries, eighty three yards, and a rushing touchdown. And then Duran Kane from Whitehall, fifteen carries for eighty six yards. And then talk about oh their oh defense. yeah, that's the, so <laughs> apparently they held BB to a hundred total yards. That's insane. That defense is special. They are, and BB has actually moved the ball a lot this year. Yeah, scored a lot of points. They have. So, in Nettleton, Cameron Scarlett, big win for Nettleton uh, Friday night, beating Win and winning the East Championship over there. What well, is it is. Cameron Scarlett had a good game, three touchdowns rushing and one passing. Can, you know, you, I, that's that's what's crazy is you look at, you're looking at Win as far as the playoffs go, and you're like, well, they'll be the one seed if they win this game. And it didn't really really hit me that Nettleton is the conference champion. Yeah, conference champ, undefeated, 10-0. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's right. Uh, over at Charleston, uh, Brandon Scott, 13 for 17 for 206 yards, 
three touchdowns, and then two rushing touchdowns. What a night there. Uh, Brevin Ketter, Charleston, 19 carries, 159 yards, and one touchdown, one fumble recovery. Uh, his brother, Bryden Ketter, old kicker, yeah. slash receiver, <laughs> uh, he had a rece- reception for a touchdown and a rushing touchdown. Okay, in Lone Oak, Mr. Braden Allen, the super sophomore over there, is 15 of 22 for 232 yards, two touchdowns, and 17 carries for 115 yards and two touchdowns. And then his teammate, Landon Jones, had 11 catches for 145 yards and a touchdown. Let's see here. That was Lone Oak, right? Yes, sir. Isaiah Jones from Nashville. Uh, I messed no, that's not right. I did something wrong there. Anyway, I've got Ethan Gunner from Nashville, 16 for 26, 165 yards, two touchdowns. I don't know what I did there. <laughs> uh, Trey, Trey Hopkins from Nashville, 29 carries, 267 yards and three touchdowns. And then Sloan Perrin. From Nashville, 13 carries, 91 yards, and one touchdown. I think I might have taken one of Lone Oaks guys out. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> On accident. And don't look now, but Greenwood Bulldogs are playing their best football Man, at the right time. Right time of the year. They are. Hunter Houston, 18 of 20 for 250 yards and a touchdown. And Javon Williamson, 11 carries for 71 yards and two touchdowns. You know, that was such a statement win Friday night. Absolutely. They, they blanked yeah. a Lake Hamilton team that has ran all over the country this they year. They have. All right, so North Little Rock, Malachi Gober. This is a big win for them over Cabot. Uh, Malachi Gober was 22 of 33 for 197 yards and a score. And then he carried the ball 11 times for 54 yards and a touchdown. Javante Harris for North Little Rock, 19 carries, 78 yards and two touchdowns. Ja'Cory Stewart, North Little Rock, six catches, 76 yards and one touchdown. And let me tell you, these guys right here, they don't have a lot of flashy stats. Sure. They just balance it out and play defense. That's right. They play hard-nosed football. That's right. In Pine Bluff, Mr. William Howell, 16 of 21 for 314 yards, two touchdowns. And Glenn Barnes had 10 carries for 83 yards and two touchdowns. And then also Courtney Crutch from Pine Bluff had five catches for 53 yards and two scores. Over at Little Rock Christian, Walker White, 7 for 10, 120 yards and three touchdowns. Javion Dyer-Jones, four carries (laughs) – Four carries, 118 yards, and two touchdowns. Brian Gittins, uh, eight carries for 66 yards and two touchdowns. That's insane. I'm going to say JVR, uh, JV and Dyer Jones will have some fresh legs next week. I'm going to say you're right. Only having four carries. All right, in Clarendon, big win down in Clarendon this week. Um, Caleb Williams was six of nine for 165 yards and a touchdown. He also had 14 carries for 58 yards. Here's a hog commit. Mr. Quincy McAdoo and Clarendon had four carries for 105 yards and a touchdown and four catches for 75 yards and a touchdown. Kylie Boos from Clarendon, three carries for 125 yards, two scores. And Kane Cohen, 21 carries for 85 yards and four touchdowns. That's awesome. That's yes, awesome. Sir. Uh, I, I wrote on here about Isaiah. Is it Satana? They said, yeah, take the G out. That's Satana. Yeah, Satana. He's a hog. And uh, I saw on Twitter where Eli Wisdom had a visit yesterday to Cincinnati. Very nice. That's Very awesome. Nice. That's awesome. Yes, sir. Hey, one thing I want you to look at, too, when we did our Players of the Week. Yeah. Um, which we'll do here in a little bit. Mm-hmm. I, we left off one that I wanted to look at. Okay. Uh, let me show you. I set it down so I can point to it. What do you think about that one right there? Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty solid. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. You think we'll go with that one? Yeah. Okay. I think so. All right. 
All right, so into our new top tens for this week. Uh, you want to start, or do you want me to start? Um, I want you to do 5A, you so so go ahead and do 7. All right, I'll start in 7A. So last week we had Bryant, Conway, North Little Rock, Fayetteville, Bentonville, Cabot, Northside, Rogers, Bentonville West, and Harbor. And honestly, this 7A has not changed much in the last few weeks. Um, it's it's kind of held, held court, um, but we – we did have a little bit of a movement, but not much. So we got Bryant number one still as they beat uh, Conway in a very close game. And like we said, Conway led that ball game majority of the game. And then uh, Bryant gets a late score with 21 seconds left to win, 32-29. We kept Conway at two. Uh, they'll be the two seed from the central. North Little Rock at three. They beat Cabot 41-26, and they will play Southside in the first round of the playoffs. Bryant and Conway will have a bye. Fayetteville, number four, they finished 8-2 and two on the season. They will be the one seed from the west, and they'll have a bye as well. They beat Harbor 49-14. to 14. Bentonville finishes 8-2 and two on the season. They won at Bentonville West 56-14, to 14, which is a pretty pretty big statement win over their rivalry there. It is. And they will have a bye as the two seed from the west as well. Cabot, number six, they lost North Little Rock 41-26 and will play Harbor first round. Number seven, Northside won at Southwest 43-6. They play at Bentonville West first round. Rogers beat Heritage 56-18. They will play uh, at home against Catholic. And then number nine, Bentonville West lost to Bentonville, as we talked about. They will play uh, at home against Northside. And then Harbor lost to Fayetteville 49-14, to and they will play at Cabot first round. It's exciting, man. You know, with the, with the 7A – you got the two conferences and they a little bit of preseason playing each other. Right. But teams are different in the end they of the are. season. Yeah. You sure saw are. that last year with uh Cabot. was it Cabot yeah. slipping up on Bentonville sure and then and, and this year, you know, I mean, you know, Conway lost to a Fayetteville team that right now I'd hate to any if I was anybody I'd hate to play Conway. Absolutely. So I it's agree. gonna be interesting to it see. It will. All right, so we go to six A. Uh last week we had Benton on top. They were eight and one. Uh, they played Van Buren and won forty-two to twenty-one. Uh, Jonesboro was number two. Took a big loss to Marion. That's a tough one, right That's there. That's a tough loss. It is fifty to forty-three. Completely unexpected. One hundred percent. Thursday night game. Uh, just you know, just caught them by surprise. I guess. And when you text me that score, I thought there's no way. There's no right. way. Yeah, tough loss for Jonesboro, uh, but. It's always not too – of course, it's not too late. No. They've shoot. got playoffs ahead of That's them. That's right. Uh, number three, Lake Hamilton, another one that took a big hit. Not shocked necessarily that Greenwood beat them, but shocked that, that they blanked them. I, absolutely. And, you know, that's a that's a repeat of last year's state championship mm. game, which was a pretty good game for, for you know, the first half especially. Yeah. Uh, El Dorado was number four. Uh, they beat West Memphis handedly, 63-23. Parkview was five. They beat Mountain Home, 34-10. Number six was Greenwood. They beat Lake Hamilton, as we mentioned, 35-0. Uh, seven, Russellville beat Salem Springs, 45-21. to Number eight, Sylvan Hills. They beat Cersei, 33-7, which was pretty impressive. Yeah. I, after after Cersei scoring 50 points on El Dorado, and they've, Cersei's just really turned things around this year. Right. Uh, Coach Clark's done a great job. Mm -hmm. um, shocked that, that, that Sylvan – They've also drastically improved, which we talked about before the season started. Yeah, we had. That it would happen. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, Marion, at number nine, oh, that's a big win for that school. Beat Jonesboro 50-43. to And then Cersei, as we just mentioned, lost to Sylvan Hills. So this week, shaking things up a little bit, Benton still at number one at nine and one. Number two, 
The Greenwood Bulldogs. They are seven and three. Uh, seven and three. Yep. yep. Uh, number three is Parkview at eight and two. Number four, Jonesboro at seven and three. Five, El Dorado at eight and three. Six, Lake Hamilton at eight and two. And then seven, Sylvan Hills, eight, Russellville, nine, Marion, and ten, Cersei. Oh, I didn't. I didn't say where they all played. The top six are have buys. But then uh, Sylvan Hills plays Mountain Home at home. Russellville plays at Marion. Marion plays uh, Russellville at home. I just said that. And Cersei at Parkview. <laughs> it's all good, brother. <laughs> Somebody help me with the teleprompter. <laughs> all right. So 5A, uh, last week we had PA1. Uh, they won at Jacksonville 63-14. to 14. Whitehall, number two. And uh, Whitehall beat BB 24-0. to zero. We got Greenbrier three, and they had the big showdown, the Judges' Cup against number four, Valonia, for the conference championship. Greenbrier won that game 45-22. to 22. Uh, We had four. We had Valonia number five, Little Rock Christian, beat Watson Chapel 49-12. to 12. Number six, Wynn. Uh, Wynn lost to Nettleton, which we had at number eight. Uh, Wynn lost 26-22, to 22, so Nettleton wins the East and takes the one seed into the playoffs there. Number seven, we had Fairview. And Fairview was off last week. Might have been a good time to be off for yeah. them. From what I understand, they're they're down seven or eight starters. That's what you were saying uh, due to injury. So uh, we're hoping that they can get healthy coming into the playoffs this week. Um, number nine, we had Maumel. Maumel was off, and number ten, Valley View beat Batesville um, seventeen to seven to knock Batesville out of the playoffs this year for the first time in probably oh, no. a long, long time. So, our new top ten this week, we got PA number one still. They finished nine and one on the season. We'll take the central one seed into the playoffs. And they'll play the four from the west, which is Harrison, um, which is a Harrison bunch that I believe has gotten a little bit healthier and playing yeah, better football. Yeah, they're playing better. And, uh, you know, PA is not scared of anyone, but you don't want to see Harrison first round. I don't care. Right, I right. don't care who you are. So, number two, we moved the Panthers of Greenbrier to number two. They finished the season 10-0. and 0. Um, like we said earlier, first the only the second time in program history, uh, they beat Valonia forty five twenty two, and they will play at home against Maumel, the four seed from the Central. Number three, Whitehall, uh, they play. Uh, they will be the home seed against Farmington first round, and that ought to be an interesting ball game because Farmington's a pretty good uh, football team. I just don't know if they've got enough offensive firepower to score on Whitehall. I don't think they do. And then number four, we got Little Rock Christian. Uh, they play at Bologna, which will probably be the best game in the 5A playoffs first round. Um, that'll be a battle there. Number five, we have Bologna. They uh, they will have Little Rock Christian coming into Eagle Stadium there. Number six, Fairview. Uh, they will play at home against Green County Tech first round. Seven, Nettleton will play Hot Springs. Number eight, Wynn will play Lakeside with the winner of that game taking on Greenbrier. Uh, Maumel going to Greenbrier, number nine, and then 10 Valley View is at Magnolia. Yep, I'm excited uh, about this 5A deal. It'll be fun. Greenbrier is going to have a good one Friday night. Yep. And uh, like you said, Valonia, you know, the West, the West drew some pretty tough ones to play. Yeah, to play. yeah the Central's not who you want to draw. No, first it round. isn't. It isn't. <laughs> so, 4A. Shallow Christian was uh, number one. They, they, Remain undefe- or remain undefeated in the state, and they beat Huntsville fifty six to thirteen. Joe T. Robinson beat Haskell Harmony Grove fifty six to nineteen to stay at number two. Uh, Warren number three beat Helena, or they beat Helena West Helena. It was a forfeit. Yeah. Uh, Arkadelphia number four beat Malvern in a big way, forty nine to thirteen. That's a big. Uh, 
kind of a rivalry. It's uh they call it the uh what was it? The Washtar Washtar River or something. Anyway, gotcha. it's it's a big battle there. I believe that was for the two seat as well. I think you're right. Yeah. Uh I don't know what about Ashdown? I think Ashdown ended up getting the th- fourth. I would have thought they'd have been the three behind Arkadilla. Well, I think I think the way it worked out if, if Malvern would have beat then they could have had gotcha, yeah, gotcha. Yeah. So Ashdown would is probably now the third. Yes, that's yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. So uh Stuttgart number five beat CAC sixty three to twenty eight. Cross it. This was a, this was one that kind of shocked me. Lost to Star City, not because of Star City, because they have had a great season. They have. But uh, cross it, you know, being number six in the state, they lost to Star City 29-27. Ashdown beat Fountain Lake 49-18. Number eight, Ozark beat Waldron 42-3. Number nine, Prairie Grove beat Elkins in a pretty impressive win there, 45-19. Yeah. And then Southside beat Bald Knob 37-8. So, new top tens. Number one, Shallow Christian. They play at home against Cave City, first round of playoffs. Number two, Joe T. Robinson plays Mills at home. Three, Warren has a bye. Arkadelphia, number four, plays Clinton at home. Number five, Stuttgart plays uh, Monticello at home. I want to say that might be a rematch. They played them early in the season. They may not have. I'm not sure. Uh, Number six, Ashdown goes to Lone Oak. Number seven, Ozark plays Huntsville at home. Number eight, Prairie Grove plays Westside. Uh, I guess that's the, is that is Jonesboro that, Jonesboro Westside. Westside? Yeah. Uh, number nine, Crossit plays Pottsville at home, and then ten, Southside plays Star City at home. Let me tell you, if you're Lone Oak, and you get that two seed over there, <laughs> and you draw Ash down, yeah, what a tough break. That's a tough break there for sure. All right, so 3A we go. Last week our top ten was Prescott 1. Uh, they beat Glen Rose for the conference championship in the one seed in the playoffs, 49 to 23. Uh, number two, Boonville last week. They won at Perryville easily 50 to 13. Number three, Harding Academy beat Salem 45 to 0. Four, McGee won at Smackover 42 to 0. Number five, Hoxie beat Walnut Ridge 49 to nothing. Number six, uh, Osceola, and this one was a little bit of a shocker uh, to me, Junk. Osceola took it on the chin to Manila 13-0. to zero. Uh, Wow. So a little bit of a shocker there. Number seven, Charleston beat Lavaca 46-7. to seven. Number eight, Paris. Um, Paris beat Danville 61-19, to 19, so put up a bunch of points there. Number nine, Glenn Rose lost to Prescott 49-23. And number 10, Jesseville won at Horatio 31-22. to 22. You know – Manila is a good football team. Sure. But to shut out Osceola right. at just a week or two, two weeks maybe after Hoxie beat them by yeah, a bunch. Six or seven scores, yeah. I would say. Yeah. Just a weird, weird score yeah. there. All right. Our new top 10 this week Prescott, the Curly Wolves, number one going into the playoffs. They will play at home against Lake Village. Boonville finished 9 and 1 on the season with their only loss coming to that Texas school. Uh, they will play at home against Salem. Harding Academy finishes 8-2 and two on the season in the one seed, and they will play at home against West Fork. McGee Owls finish undefeated in the regular season again and will play at home against Walnut Ridge. Number uh, five, Hoxie will have a bye first round. Number six, Charleston will have a bye first round. Number seven, Paris will play at home against Riverview. And congratulations to Riverview. That's the first time they've made the playoffs in a few years. Yeah. I believe they went winless last year. That's so. Coach Keyline. Yeah, so got them in the playoffs this year. Number eight, Glenn Rose will play at home against Dollarway. Number nine, Osceola will play at home against Centerpoint. And number 10, Jesseville will play on the road at Rising. And that's a tough one right yeah, there. Yeah, for Boy. sure. All right. We go to my two A. Your two A boys. My two A. So number one, Bigelow. They uh, they're the Panthers, aren't they? 
Yeah, they are nine and zero coming into this week. Uh, they finished the season regular season ten and zero after a, a win over Conway Christian, fifty four to fourteen. Number two, McCroy beats a pretty good Earl team, forty two to eight. Uh, number three, Desart lost to Clarendon, forty seven to zero. Fordyce at number four, they beat uh, Bearden, forty two to eight, which I didn't really talk say much about the Clarendon deal, but that is a shocker. That was a, you know, I. I I thought that would be a good ball game. Sure. It's not necessarily a shocker that they lost. Right. But 47 to nothing. I mean, that is just a – That's a beat down. It is. Uh, number five, Hazen was off. Number six, Clarendon beat Desart 47 to zero, as I just mentioned. And let me tell you, these this two through two through six, two, three, five, and six, they've all had to beat up on each yeah, other. they have. And you look in – like one of them – one of them beat the another one really bad, and then the rest of them were close, and then this Clarendon was right. 47. So it's just kind of hard to pick who's who. It is. Uh, number seven, Quitman, they rolled against their uh, – for that number two spot over there, yep. 40 to 14 over Hector. Uh, and then uh, number eight was Hector. And number nine, Magnet Cove beat Pullen 30 to six. That's another one, a big conference. I mm-hmm. think that that's for the championship. I think it was. Uh, number 10, Junction City was off. Uh, let's go over here to our new top 10, number one, Bigelow and my poor middle Springs Hornets (laughs) winless have got to travel to Bigelow for the first round of the playoffs. Maybe it'll be a nice scenic drive for them. I hope it is. I hope they eat well. (laughs) Number two, McCrory nine and one. They'll play Yellville summit at home. Number three, Fordyce. They'll have a bye the first round. Number four, Clarendon. Uh, they don't play Clarendon. That's what I've got, though. They play Bearden. They play Bearden first round? Yes, sir. I've got Clarendon playing for Clarendon. I'm not on my game this week. <laughs> I think Friday night just like it took it all, took out, it of all out of it me. It did. All right. So, number five, Desarc. They play Parker's Chapel at home. Number six, Hazen. They go to Hampton. Number seven, Quitman plays Ham- or plays Foreman at home. That's another school from 7A, mm-hmm. uh, the 7AA. Uh, Magnet Cove, number eight. They've got a bye. Number nine, Junction City plays Gurdon. Two Southern teams there. Yep. Uh, and then number 10, Hector plays Earl at home. All right. So that will round us out of our top 10. And so um, it's, it's a special time of year right now, John. It's playoff time, it's, baby. It's, it's playoff time. Um, you know, we, we saw a little glimpse last week of, of some scores and some things happening that – you know, a lot of people didn't foresee happening. Right. And that's just the time of year it is. And so it is. You, you get into these playoffs and these brackets, and you're going to see some upsets and some things happen that yeah. not necessarily you expect to. So. Let me tell you, I want to mention something else about Friday night. Uh, before the game, we did a two-hour pregame show. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm do, do part of the broadcast for Greenbrier, and uh, it was awesome. It was. We had, uh, we had Craig O'Neill on for about 15 minutes. He was – as expected. <laughs> like, you see him on TV and you're like, man, I bet he's a great guy. And a lot of times those guys are not what they seem. Sure. He's every bit is what he's what you think he'd be. That's awesome. Just a super good guy. He's hilarious. Yeah. He just had a fun time. Right. And you could tell, like, he was having fun there with us. Sure. And he just bragged on us, too. Made us feel good about ourselves. Uh, Randy Rangwater and, uh, and Kevin Bohannon were just – just a few feet away from us in their tent doing the, cool. the Sonic yeah. Blast pregame show. Right. And then, of course, the Buzz did the game, the radio, yeah. uh, RJ and, and, and Roger. And, uh, I mean, it, it was so cool. We had Coach BJ come in uh, and, and, and sit with us for a few minutes and right. talk to him, uh, which if anybody knows 
about Greenbrier or the area knows who Coach BJ is. Absolutely. He's been a coach for 29 years, since the seventh grade. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> so he's a, and he's an awesome dude. Uh, but just a really cool deal. We gave away some Morgan Wallen tickets. That's good. Yeah, That's it was cool. just awesome. So anyway, I just wanted to say that because it was pretty fun. Yeah, you'll have to send me that link. So oh, yeah, you got to watch it. It's, it's really it. fun. All right, so what we're going to do now is is Junk and I, uh, although we're, we're going to go through our, our 25 games and pick those like we typically do, right now we're going to give you our final four for our brackets as we've we've both filled out a bracket for each classification. So uh, we're I'm not excited about this, by the way. <laughs> we're going to start at 7A. And so I've got Fayetteville playing Conway in one semifinal and Bryant playing Bentonville. And then I've got Conway and Bryant in the finals with Conway winning the state championship. Not so fast, my friend. <laughs> I've got Fayetteville and Conway as well, which that'll be at Fayetteville. And then I've got Bryant playing North Little Rock, oh, which will be at Bryant. Nice. But I, too, have Conway playing Bryant. Who did you say was going to win the whole thing? Conway. Okay, good. I've got Conway winning the whole thing. Nice. Also. Very nice. We're picking with our heart. Listen, <laughs> and when it's not that we don't like Bryant, we like Bryant. Oh, yeah. We had a great interview with Coach Buck James. Yeah. And, and, some of the, and some other Bryant people have really been great fans. But we're in Faulkner County. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> and, you know, like we talked about earlier, it's hard to beat the same team twice. It is. Yeah. It is. So, uh, Conway led that game most of the time, and so it, it'll be tough for Bryant to beat them again. Now, 6A we go. I've got Jonesboro playing Greenwood at Jonesboro in first semi, and I've got Benton in a rematch against Lake Hamilton in the second semi with Greenwood and Benton advancing to the championship with the Greenwood Bulldogs. As so my you, 6A had, you had Greenwood playing Jonesboro? Mm-hmm. I've got Parkview playing Greenwood. Okay. And then I've got Benton at El Dorado. Oh. Who'd you have Benton playing? Uh, Lake Hamilton. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know you was wrong on both of them. <laughs> well, if if it holds serve <laughs> like it has all year, yes, I will be wrong. Listen, you got a sixty percent chance of being right. <laughs> <laughs> all uh, right. So I've got Greenbrier and Benton or Greenwood and Benton and and Benton winning the whole thing. You say Greenwood winning the whole thing? Yeah. yeah I've okay. got the I got the Panthers or I mean the the Bulldogs pulling now, it out. I, now this is going to be one for Benton that's going to be tough because, like we said, it's hard to beat that same team time. They beat them by one. Yeah, that's right. But I'm going with the Panthers. Okay. All right. 5A we go, and, and this one is definitely a pick with my heart, but uh, I've got Greenbrier and PA in the first semifinal with PA having to come to Greenbrier and then Whitehall playing Bologna in the second semifinal. And I've got Greenbrier advancing to, uh, to take on Whitehall at War Memorial Stadium. The upset of the year as the Panthers knock off PA at home to, to advance to the finals, and I've got the Panthers winning the state title this year. Okay. So, I feel like I need to, like, prerequisite this. Okay. Because I'm the Greenbrier, you know, one of the broadcast guys. And so, my heart is 100% with the with the Panthers. And every game they play, I'm pulling for them 110,000%. I don't think anybody questions that. I, I don't think so either. <laughs> but I, I've got Greenbrier and PA in the semis. Yeah. And I've got Whitehall and Christian in the semis. And I've got... Pulaski Academy and Whitehall in the finals. Okay. I just, as much as I hate to do that, I'm trying to separate my feelings <laughs> from what I would be as a sports analyst. Sure, sure. And that's where I'm at. Well, it's like we talked about. Everybody in the state of Arkansas besides the besides, green. Besides Matt Wilcox. Besides, besides the parents of Panther players. <laughs> yeah. We'll, we'll pick 
PA to win that game. We'll be we'll be a huge underdog in that game. We will be. By the way, on the pregame show the other night, um, we were talking about the different picks and stuff, and I, I mentioned that you picked Greenbrier by three, and I picked him by ten, and that was because I was a better Greenbrier fan. <laughs> I was a bigger Greenbrier fan than you. Right, right. <laughs> but it. I've got Pulaski Academy beating Whitehall in the finals. Okay. All right. So, 4A, I've got Shallow Christian taking on Arkadelphia, and that game will be in Shallow, unfortunately, for Arkadelphia. Yeah, really. That's a tough place. It is to, a tough place to play. Yeah. It'll be fun to play there. Oh, yeah. Uh, sure. But, yeah. And then uh, in the other semi, I've got Stuttgart taking on Robinson, and I've got Robinson and Shallow meeting in War Memorial with Shallow Christian winning back-to-back state titles. So you're playing that uh, hard-to-beat-the-same-team twice thing with that War and Stuttgart deal. Yeah. I now, am. that was a pretty big win. It was, 20 points. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm going Shallow and Arkadelphia and Warren and Robinson. I like it. And then I've got Shallow playing Robinson – with the Shallow Christian Saints as the state champions. Very nice. 3A, this will be a fun bracket here. I've got McGee, the Owls, uh, advancing over uh, Hoxie team that they met last year in the semis. Uh, that'll be a good ball game. But i got McGee advancing to take on Prescott in the semis. And then Harding beating Charleston. And then Boonville over Glen Rose to make it to the semis. And I've got Prescott and Boonville to meet in the finals with Prescott winning the state title. Well, we're awfully close on this one, yep. and I've gone back and forth. So I also have McGee beating Hoxie, which will not be shocked if it's the no, other way around. Not at all. Uh, and then I've got Prescott beating Paris to go to the semis. And then down there on the bottom side, I've got Charleston losing to Harding Academy and Boonville beating Camden Harmony Grove. I have Harding Academy beating Boonville. Do you really? I do. Nice. I think that – I think it's going to be a lot of scoring. I will not be shocked one bit if that happens. No, and I won't be shocked if Boonville wins. I mean, you're talking about two completely different teams. And and honestly, I mean, we've had had these four teams in our top four almost all year. Right. So – and, and I mean, you're you're talking about the spread versus the flex bone. I mean, it couldn't be any different. That's right. So who knows? Yeah. And then, uh, boy, Prescott McGee's a tough one. I, my heart. Honestly, my heart wants to go with Prescott. I, I I really really want them to win. Sure. I really like Coach Glass, mm-hmm. and I, and then Prescott's just kind of where I'm from area that area. But I'm I'm gonna go with McGee playing Harding Academy, and then I'm gonna take Harding Academy with the three P. Wow, yeah, nice. I like it. All right, and then two way. I've got Fordyce um, taking on Clarendon in one semi. I've got Clarendon beating Quitman and Fordyce beating Magnet Cove. And then in the bottom side of the bracket, I've got Bigelow, the Panthers, beating Poen, and then McCrory beating Desark, with Bigelow and Clarendon meeting in the finals with the Bigelow Panthers, the team we've had number one most of the year. Yep, they have been. Taking on the title. I've actually had them at number one since day one. You have. I have. And which is not going to make very much sense in a second. <laughs> <laughs> so, I got uh, Fordyce beating Magnet Cove to go to the semis. I've got Clarendon beating Quitman to go to the semifinals. I would love to watch that game. Yeah. I'm I, I'm pulling for Quitman. I yeah. mean, you know I am. I mean, sure. I've, I've been pretty vocal, uh, not, not because of anything other than proximity. Proximity. Yeah. I like the coach. Sure. I like the quarterback. And then one of the linemen is like a – like well, another son to me, you know. So, uh, all right. So I actually have Dirks beating Poen. Do you really? That was a two point game. Yeah. Poen beat them, yeah. and they're going to play at Dirks again. That's true. So it's going to be home. 
I want to say, didn't last year in the playoffs that that same scenario happened? Yeah, it was something similar. Yeah. You're right. And then I've got Bigelow beating Derricks to go to the semis, and I've got McCrory and Desark with McCrory pulling off that one. Uh, that would be the second time they beat them this mm-hmm. year, which might be tough. It'd be tough. But um, I've got the same thing. Uh, then I've got Bigelow losing to McCrory oh, in the semis man. with Fordyce beating McCrory after they beat Clarendon to be the returning. Would this be a three-peat for them, too? Uh, probably, yeah. I think it is. I think it is. Think it is. Wow. So, you got Fordyce beating Clarendon. I do. Uh-huh. I do. The Red Bugs just going to keep on rolling. That's right. All right. So, we'll see how those brackets shake out. And uh, now we'll get to our games of the week and our picks, and I need to make up some dead gum ground. You do. You do. Hey, you got 25 chances right here. That's right. All right, so let's get started. Number one, Catholic will go to Rodgers, and I've got Rodgers by 17. I've got Rodgers by three. Okay. Northside at Benville West. I've got Northside in this one by six. I got him by 10. Russellville at Marion. I've got Russellville by seven. I've got Russellville by five. Okay. Mountain Home going to Sylvan Hills. I've got Sylvan Hills by 13. I got them by seven. Cersei going to Parkview. I've got Parkview by 16. I got Parkview by 11. Hey, real quick, what did yep. you have Rogers by the first one? Uh, 17. 17. And then how much did you have Parkview by? Uh, Parkview 16. 16. Okay. Yep. All right. Go ahead. All right. Lakeside is going to travel to win over Nadelta uh, and play the uh, – what are – What's, what's win? Yellow Jackets. Yellow Jackets, I went yeah, blank yeah, yeah. there for a minute. I've got win in this one by three. I think this is going to be a little bit closer ball game. It wouldn't be shocked if Lakeside pulled up an upset on this one. It, it would be a pretty big one. Yeah. Uh, win, I've got them by 12. Okay. Valley View at Magnolia, a Magnolia team that is dangerous. Uh, we've kind of had them ranked pretty high all year. Uh, they haven't had the season that we thought they would, but they're, they're playing well right here coming into the playoffs. I've got Magnolia by 10. I got Magnolia by seven, but let me say this. They're going to have to play, play some defense if they're going to go anywhere That's right. in the playoffs because we know they can score, but they have not stopped anybody. And that'll that'll probably more than likely, if they win that game, give them another matchup against PA right, like last right, year. Yeah. So, uh, then the Maumel, uh, the Hornets will travel to Greenbrier, about a 20-minute drive up the road there. and I've got the Panthers in this one by 14. I got Greenbrier by 14 as well. Okay, the Rock Christian going to Valonia. And, uh, you know, the Valonia score, um, it could have been a lot worse. I'll put it that yeah. way. We had two touchdowns called back. And then we didn't score in the end. Right. I, I do think that that game kind of hinged on a, a special teams play there early in the game, and everything just kind of went downhill for Valonia. Um, so I've got Valonia in this one by three. I've got Christian by seven. Okay. It's the first one we picked different. Hot Springs going to the East champion, Nettleton. I've got Nettleton by six. I've got Nettleton by seven, but this is one that uh, I kind of feel like you do on the the win game. Yeah. I think that this one could be uh, – I'm with you. Could be interesting. I'm with you. Green County Tech will travel to Fairview, and uh, we'll see if Fairview has gotten healthy. Uh, hopefully they have. I've got Fairview by 17. I got Fairview by 14. I'm going to try to reach out to uh, – Coach Stone down there and see um, what the status is on the yeah, players. that'd be good. You said 17? Yeah. Uh, number 12, Dardanelle travels to Elkins. I've got the Elks by eight. I got Dardanelle by three. Nice. 
That one, that one could be one that you get you take from me. I'll tell you right up front. <laughs> Star City with a big win last week. Um, well, to coming coming into the playoffs with a little momentum, we'll travel to baseball Southside. I've got Southside in this one by eight. I got them by four. Mina going to Truman. I've got Truman by ten. I got Truman by three. Number fifteen, Ashdown going to Lone Oak. I've got Ashdown by seven. I got Ashdown by twelve. Gentry travels to Lamar. Lamar by 10. I got Lamar by two, but this is a rematch from earlier in the season where Gentry beat Lamar by five. Right. Yep. Be a good you said Lamar by what? 10. 10. Number 17, Fountain Lake out of that tough 7-4A uh, will travel to Northeast and play Pocahontas. I've got Pocahontas by three. I got Pocahontas by eight. Okay. Number 18, Pottsville travels to Cross It. I've got Cross It by 16. I got him by six. Number 19, Malvern going to DeWitt. And this one might shock you, Junk, but I've got Malvern by one. I got DeWitt by three. Very nice. But I, this was one I really had to think about. Yeah, me too. All right, number 20, Perryville travels to take on the Bearcats of Melbourne. I've got Melbourne by seven. I've got Melbourne by three, but let me tell you, I'm, I'm not, I wouldn't count Perryville out. No, for sure. All right, number 21, Centerpoint travels to Osceola. And we had talked about this a few weeks ago about how you wouldn't want to draw center point as that four seed. Well, Osceola is the one that did that. I think it'll be a good matchup. Yep. Um, this Osceola loss last week made me scratch my head a little bit. So I'm going to go with center point in this one by three. I'm going with Osceola by seven. Okay. I, I, I understand 100% where you're coming from and uh, why you picked that. And I think that it could happen. Sure. All right, number 22, Jesseville takes on the Wildcats from Rising at Rising. I'm going Rising by 10. I picked Rising by three. Okay. Atkins, the Red Devils get into the playoffs and unfortunately have to take on Daryl Cadditch and the Cedarville <laughs> and at Cedarville, and I'm going with Cedarville by 13. I feel bad for him because uh, touchdown Sims, I want to pull for you, man, but <laughs> I'm going to tell you, if you can find out how to stop that guy, you got a chance. Touchdown Sims may have to dress out. That's right. He might have to. <laughs> Number 24, Gurdon at Junction City. I'm going Junction City by six. I went with Junction by 16. Okay. And then number 25, Earl travels to Hector. I've got Earl in the upset in this one. I've got Earl by seven. Really? I do. I've got Hector by six. All right. So that's four or five different. Yeah. So maybe you I can, can make some ground up this week. Maybe so, man. I need to. Good. <laughs> I'm, I'm down by a touchdown. You know, playoffs is where it all changed last year. That's right. We've got to go over our players of the week. That's right. It's time. It is. All right. You ready? You bet. Give them to us. Uh-oh. I don't know what I just did. Let's see if I can back out of this. Oh, I got it. Maybe. Maybe not. What's she doing? Okay. Now? All right. Sorry. I just erased everything. Fortunately, there is an undo button. <laughs> it came Our best in, friend. came in handy. Yeah. All right. So, players of the week. Between the match, players of the week uh, for week 10. In 2A, from Clarendon, Quincy McAdoo. Great game from Quincy. Uh, this will be the second time I believe he's won it. Yep. Uh, number th and three, uh, 3A, and I wrote this down a while ago, and then I guess when I just undid it, I undid it all. Hold on here. Y'all don't hang up on me. <laughs> Jalen Hobson from Prescott. Yeah. 
19 carries, 270 yards, and four touchdowns. Prescott has not had one this year, I don't believe. I don't believe so. So, glad to give them one. Yep. They deserve it. Uh, at 4A, Donovan Witten there from Arkadelphia. You know, this is a kid I'm a fan of. Yeah, sure. And uh, his dad's been a, a real – you know, supporter of the show. Yeah. So uh, that's not why he won. No. He won it because he earned it. That's right. Well, he had a great game. So glad to, glad that Donovan uh, is our 4A guy. 5A, Javion Dyer-Jones over at Little Rock Christian. Heck of a game Friday night. Yeah. Uh, no shocker there. He's kind of got the blood for it, doesn't he? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> for sure. All right, uh, 6A, Shaman Rester. This is one that I'm kind of shocked hasn't won it yet yeah. because he does put up a lot of stats. But that, that 6A has produced a lot of big numbers it this really year. It really has. Yeah. So, uh, Elder Rader, Shaman Rester. Uh, and then number 7 or 7A from Bentonville, quarterback Drew Wright. Very nice. Congratulations to those guys. We will get your shirts out in the mail, hopefully by the end of this week or yep. first of next week. So. Right. Be on the lookout for those, and if you would, just shoot us a picture, and uh, we'll get it posted on our Twitter page. We sure will. That's been a great deal, and, and have enjoyed awesome. doing that. And hopefully, you know, next year uh, we, we'd like to expand that and, and, you know, hopefully give out a Player of the Year award per classification. Yes. So Let me tell you, I can post something on Twitter, even from our show on Twitter, and I can post something from – or, or I, we can get one of those. I can post the player of the week deal, mm-hmm. and they get way more likes and retweets than I do when I post something. <laughs> so, might be a little jealous, but also I think it's awesome, and I'm glad that we're doing it. Yeah, absolutely. All right, my man, you got anything else? That's it, man. We're right. ready to roll. It's playoff time, baby. It is. I can't wait. So, so go Hogs, go Panthers, and uh, y'all get out and support these kids. Uh, you know, only a few weeks left in the football season, so. Take your chance, get out and support them, and uh, just enjoy it. And we will see you next week. Yes, sir. Later on. You've been listening to Between the Mats, your year-round source for Arkansas high school sports with Matt McJunkins and Matt Wilcox. Produced by Carl Spears. And special thanks to our sponsor, American Safeguard Insurance. I'm JB Brazil. Be sure to join us next week for another episode of Between the Mats.